The Soccer Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. The SGPN app is completely free to download and home to all your favourite SGPN podcasts, contests and picks. Just type SGPN in your app store today and download America's number one DGEN app. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on X at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. You can also follow the other account as well at Gambling Podcast. That's at Gambling Podcast. And finally, be sure to also check out my other X account. That one is at Lockbetting X. That's at Lockbetting X. Lockbetting is where I have delivered 126 months in a row of transparent and track profit, soon to be month number 127. On that account, I post free plays. I talk about all sports. And most significantly, I post my monthly profit and loss spreadsheet because unlike most, I am a tracked and transparent handicapper and my 126 months in a row of profit where I've been undefeated for over a decade every single month is all logged via a spreadsheet. So you don't have to scroll through the account to find them all. The latest month is the pin tweet, but all the others are posted over at lockbetting.com. If you want to sign up for my additional plays, I encourage you to go over there and do that research, do that extra due diligence and have a look at the spreadsheets. Don't just have a look at the fact that we do deliver a profit because we do it. It's verified by the members. Have a look at the type of plays that we do because we manage a bankroll sensibly. Even for my free plays, I recommend you guys manage your bankroll sensibly. This is not just for my clientele. This is for everybody. Never make bets that you need to win. So manage that bankroll sensibly. That's what we do. We don't put out five unit plays or 10 unit plays or whale plays or play of the year nonsense. We don't have none of that monopoly money garbage. It's just real plays for real people looking for their disposable income to go further and to make this hobby, which is what sports betting is, although we call it sports investing, whatever you call it, it's a hobby and it can be more fun if it can be more profitable. And that's what we do over at lockbetting.com. If you want more information, just shoot me a DM at the X account at LockBankX. That's at LockBankX. Moving on with this edition of the EPL show, right off the bat, if you're one of these people who fast forward to the end to listen to the lock on the show, which you shouldn't do, because if you actually listen to the analysis on the show, we are averaging over seven correct picks per show at the moment. We're not quite at eight. Although we have had a lot of shows this year that have gone eight and one. We're not averaging eight. Obviously, that's come down. But we are averaging over seven correct picks per episode so far this year, which is unbelievable, given that it's a nine pick show. Um, to the fact that we've managed to do that up until this point of the season. And if we can still be that high 
after Christmas, it will be a miracle because obviously we are about to approach the most difficult period of the year. But it's undoubtedly been a red hot start to the year. So that's not just the locks. So if you're one of these people that fast forward to the end um, to just hear the locks, don't do that. But if you are, uh, it's not there because the lock this week is over at Bet MUFC. The lock comes from the game between Liverpool and Manchester United. And in order to secure the line for that lock, that episode has been put out super early. So despite the fact that Liverpool and Man United play in the game of the week on Sunday, we've got the podcast out as early as Thursday night. So make sure you go and check out that edition of Bet MUFC. It recaps the uh, the game against Bayern Munich, Man United's uh, Champions League exit. And now I have to ask the question, is Eric Ten Hag delusional or is he overprotecting a group of players who are ultimately going to get him the sack? Is this a mistake from Eric Ten Hag? We look at that, we look at all the issues, we look at United's Champions League exit, we have some interesting audio clips on there as well and of course we have this week's EPL lock as well. So we start this edition of the EPL show on Friday with the game between Nottingham Forest and Tottenham where Tottenham travel to Forest here as the 4-5 to five, minus 125 favourites. It's 3-1 to one on the draw and it's the same price, 3-1 to one on Nottingham Forest on the money line. Can't make a case here for Nottingham Forest, despite the fact that they got a point away to Wolves last weekend. Um, their home advantage hasn't been as strong this season as it was last season. And Tottenham, they're beginning to get some players back after a poor run. They turned on the style in a 4-1 route over Newcastle last time out. And a similar display will be more than enough to beat a Forest side who are winless in five, drawing one, which was last week, and losing four. There could definitely be a case for goals here in this game. Nottingham Forest have scored in six of their seven home matches and both teams have scored in each of Tottenham's last seven. So Tottenham on the money line is four to five, but Tottenham with BTTS tacked on is five to two plus 250. But my main play for this game is going to be BTTS individually. I do think Tottenham will win, but I definitely think Forrest will contribute. And I'm almost more confident about that than Tottenham winning because I don't see Tottenham keeping a clean sheet here. Um, as for Spurs' contribution, well, that's obvious. They are the attacking side here who play front foot football. Uh, they have scored eight goals across their last three games. They can certainly score here against the Forest side who have shipped 13 across their last five but the hosts, they're generally good for a goal at home, having scored 10 goals in seven home games this season. So we take BTTS as our main lean. I also like Tottenham, though, on the money line and combining the two selections together does give you the rather generous price of 5-2 to two, plus 2.50 here for this one, your Friday game. So make sure you get your fantasy teams done and don't miss the um, the transfer deadline because it will be on Friday evening, early Friday evening. Before we move on to Saturday's games, let me take a quick pause here to tell you guys about Price Picks. Now, Price Picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season. And now you can play during the basketball season too. You just select two or more players, 
pick more or less on their projected stats and place your entry. So with the basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues. So let me give you an example of how that works. Say you take LeBron James and say you take Travis Kelsey and you decide that you're going to go for a combo of 10 and a half and the combo is three points made and reception. So if you took the over, I imagine the way you'd be cashing that would be needing three three-pointers from LeBron or and then and then eight eight receptions from Kelsey. I mean it could be two three-pointers from LeBron or, or nine um nine receptions from Kelsey. Whatever the combination is, it has to get to 11. So that would be over 10 and a half. If you play the over, you could play the under, but that's just an example so you could take two players you can make up combo stats, and that's something that you can do here on Price Picks. You can also play alongside some of your favourite players who play Price Picks, such as rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz. You can now find the community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest name it names in the Price Picks community every single week. Price Picks even offers a reboot policy so that entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game, say in the first half or does not return in the second, uh, that player is rebooted. Price Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. So make sure you head over to pricepicks.com slash SGPN and use the code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $1,000. That's pricepicks.com slash SGPN code SGPN. Price Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. Let me also take this quick pause to tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy because they have a way to play alongside your favourite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball and college football just sit higher or lower on your favourite players' fantasy stats and you can cash in. So watch along, make your picks and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy and the promo code SGPN. Moving on to Saturday's games, and we start with a three o'clock kickoff between Bournemouth and Luton Town, where Bournemouth here in good form are the four to seven favourites to beat Luton. It's seven to two on the draw, and it's 21 to four here on Luton. Luton have been very, very good as of late, but ultimately their efforts have ended in defeats. Now, obviously, Despite the fact Bournemouth are, are in good form, this is a step down from playing against Man City and playing against Arsenal. So Bournemouth supporters may be expecting something here, but Luton, uh, Luton supporters may be expecting something here, sorry. But Luton at home and Luton away from home is a very, very different thing. And I just think Bournemouth are the right side here. They're in a purple patch after wins over Newcastle and Man United, and they should have too much for Luton, who may be able to contribute forcing Bournemouth to score two goals. So I'm going to take Bournemouth, and I'm going to tack on over one and a half goals here, because I do think Bournemouth may need two goals to score, or Bournemouth are just capable of scoring two goals against Luton. That gives you a boost from 47 to 45 minus 125. So we're going to take that as our selection here for this one between Bournemouth and Luton. 
Up next, we jump across to Chelsea and Sheffield United, where Chelsea are the one to four favourites. It's twenty-one to four on the draw, and Sheffield United here are the eleven to one underdogs travelling to Stamford Bridge for this one. Um, I think Chelsea will win. But I don't think it's going to be as convincing as other teams have been against Sheffield United. I think they'll grind out this win. I'm happy to go for Chelsea to win and to tack on under four and a half goals here for this one. I think Chelsea could win this with a clean sheet. They've had a moderate start to the campaign, but they should have too much for Sheffield United, who conceded at least twice in six of their last seven away games. And that should be enough for Chelsea to win this game, as I don't see Sheffield United scoring twice. In fact, you can make a case that I don't even think Sheffield United will be able to score once. Two of the four successful strikes that Sheffield United have mustered this season were own goals. So I don't think that they pose much of a threat in front of goal here. It's just going to be a case of do Chelsea have the quality to make the breakthrough? I think they will. As inconsistent as they've been, I don't think they're going to drop points here at home to Sheffield United. So to to play save, just in case Sheffield United do score, I'm not going to take Chelsea to win to nil, although I do like it at plus money at 11 to 10. Instead, I'm going to take one of our more popular plays, which is Chelsea with the under four and a half goals tacked on. That's available at seven to 10. So that's what we're going to go with here for this one between Chelsea and Sheffield United. Up next, we look at Man City's game at home to Crystal Palace, where City are the 1-5, to five, minus 500 favourites to pick up a win before they go and play the Club World Cup. It's 13-2 on the draw, and Palace are the 14-1 to one underdogs. I like the same play for this game that I liked for the last game. I just don't see Manchester City putting their foot down on the accelerator, trying to thump Crystal Palace for four or five goals. At the same time, I can't really make a case for Crystal Palace making a contribution. The data does, because eight of the last nine meetings between these two sides at the Etihad have gone over three and a half goals. City are the league's top scorers with 38 goals scored, but they're not convincing at the back and they may allow Crystal Palace to add to the total. So if Crystal Palace do add to the total and City score four, City in under four and a half goals is a losing bet. But I just don't think they're going to score four. Um, looking ahead to the Club World Cup, I think that they'll probably start taking players off and looking just to see this out conservatively. City have scored exactly three goals in three of their last four matches. And if they repeat that against Crystal Palace, our play shouldn't be in any danger. I'm going to take Manchester City to win and I'm going to tack on the under four and a half goals here to get us away from the minus 500 money line price. City with the under four and a half goals tacked on is available for you here at four to six minus 150. Up next, we look at the game here between Newcastle and Fulham. Fulham come into this off the back of two straight 5-0 wins. I don't think they'll be getting a third one here. They're actually the underdogs at Newcastle, obviously. Newcastle coming off the Champions League exit on the 10-11 favourites. The bounce back on the money line. It's 14-5 on the draw. And it's 3-1 here on Fulham. Newcastle players just look tired. And it's really hard to back them with any conviction. But... I also think Fulham may be a little bit too high after what they've done. And coming away here to Newcastle, a six-hour road trip, I do want to be in a position to fade them whilst also taking Newcastle to bounce back from what they've done in the Champions League, which was exit the Champions League. They've been good at responding to setbacks, having won 
eight of their 10 Premier League fixtures after last season's EFL Cup disappointment. Uh, the Magpies also have seven wins in eight league games at St. James's Park. They can definitely take advantage of the fact that Fulham are probably quite high on themselves, but are genuinely poor travellers, despite the fact they've won their last two games by a 10 aggregate scoreline. They're different at Craven Cottage than they are away from home, as they haven't managed an away victory in the league since their opening win against Everton, a game where they were absolutely dominated, but stole three points at Goodison Park. I don't think they'll be as lucky here. I like Newcastle in this bounce-back spot. Um, not going to be the lock on the show because there isn't one or anything, but I do think this is a relatively decent play this weekend at the price of 10 to 11 minus 110 on the money line. The final game on Saturday's Everton's trip to Burnley, where Everton are the 11 to 10 favourites to win there. It's 12 to 5 on the draw and it's 5 to 2 here on Burnley. Hope Burnley beat this season, Sheffield United. Everybody else has managed to get a positive result at Burnley, who've lost seven of their eight home league games this season. Whilst Everton, they come into this one having only lost once in their last eight away games. The 10-point deduction is going to mean nothing to them. The Toffees are in form and they should be able to pick up a win here in this one. They have won won, uh, their last three matches to nil and that run includes victories over Newcastle and Chelsea. So Sean Dyche is now getting things right at both ends of the pitch. For me, this is an obvious selection on Everton. If you shop around, there is some 5-5 four plus 125 available but but be quick if you want to bet this game my selection is a very simple one Everton on the money line here away to Burnley before we move on to Sunday's games and we do have quite a big slate because of the Europa and Europa Conference League let me take a quick pause to tell you guys about Hall of Fame Bets, where you guys can stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com.com and use the code SUPN to get 50% off your first month today so you can start researching and start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Moving on to Sunday and we begin with the game here between Arsenal and Brighton where Arsenal are the 4-7 favourites best price, more widely available at around 1 to 2 minus 200. It's 15 to 4 on the draw and it's 21 to 4 here on Brighton. I don't think you can go far wrong this weekend if you are taking Arsenal on the money line and parlaying it together with Manchester City. Now, whilst my rule this year is to only give out one lock per week for the EPL and that lock is already out over on Better MFC from the game between Liverpool and Man United. If I hadn't already done that, I would definitely be looking at parlaying these two selections together because Manchester City are going to win at home to Palace, despite the fact that game has been difficult for them in in previous years, has been a bit of a banana skin, but I think they'll win this weekend. And I definitely think Arsenal will win in this spot at home. Arsenal were able to rest all their players in midweek, looking ahead to this game, whilst Brighton had a Europa League game. Brighton have not been good in this spot where they play in the Europa League and then have a league game. They've not really adjusted to it. Meanwhile, this is also a revenge game for Arsenal, who lost to Brighton at home last season. So everything for me here 
points to Arsenal. Arsenal have made their home ground a fortress. It's very, very difficult to go and get anything at the Emirates. Arsenal have only dropped points there in one game so far this season. So I don't really hold out too much hope for Brighton. This is a bad spot for them, having played on Thursday. They also had to make an effort in that game where they needed to win the group and they managed to achieve it. But this is a letdown spot for them and a spot where Arsenal need to continue winning, especially off last weekend's loss. Arsenal had chance after chance after chance against Aston Villa. And unfortunately, they didn't take any of them because, as you recall, last weekend's lock was Aston Villa to avoid the defeat against Arsenal. Not only did they avoid that defeat, they came away with the victory. Bounce back here for Arsenal. Arsenal on the money line, just on the nose here at 4-7. to seven, And I would definitely recommend parlaying that with Manchester City to give yourself a better prize on the selection. You could even add Liverpool. Um, just a little hint as to what the lock is over on BetMFC. I'm more than confident doing a, a three-team parlay there because I don't give Man United much of a chance in their game against Liverpool. So more of that over on BetMFC. Make sure you check it out. Up next, we actually talk about Aston Villa because they are travelling to Brentford, where they are the 23 to 20 favourites to win there. It's 13 to 5 on the draw, and it's 11 to 5 here on Brentford. I'm worried about this spot. I do think Villa will win. Villa's away record is better than many actually make out. And I think they can continue their very, very good season with a win here against Brentford, who have slipped to defeats in four of the last five games. But it is a little bit of a banana skin spot. You've just had big emotional wins. You beat Man City at home. You, you beat Arsenal at home. You got up for those games. You've just won your Europa League, Europa Conference League group. And now you have to travel to Brentford. It's a little bit of an underwhelming spot. And I think it's the type of game where we'll really find out about Aston Villa. I think we learn more about Aston Villa here than we do from their wins against Manchester City and Arsenal in a weird way. So, yep, we know what they've done at home. 15 straight home wins, an incredible record, but it's their away form that's going to determine if they stay in the Premier League title race. Definitely not a game I'm going to be betting this weekend. I do lean Villa because um, I think Brentford are a good opponent to play because they're not in good form. But um, I think we'll really learn a lot about Aston Villa here in this one. The final game we're going to cover here is between West Ham and Wolves, where West Ham here are the 23 to 20 favourites to win again. They've just come off a win against Freiburg. It's 12 to 5 here on the draw and it's 23 to 10 here on Wolves. This is a little bit of a difficult one because I can definitely make a case for Wolves as a live dog. They've had some great results so far this season. Gary O'Neill's really improved them at the attacking end of the pitch. Last season, they were the lowest scorers and their, their survival was mainly built on how they defended. But this season, they have taken some significant scalps. As for West Ham, they're very good at home. Uh, but they are coming off a 5-0 away defeat against Fulham. They just got the job done on Thursday, winning what was a tough Europa League group with Freiburg in it, but they got through with a win. So David Moyes continues to do good things in Europe, but Wolves are the fresher side here. So despite the fact that West Ham, they do have a good home record. They've now won 10 straight home games in Europe and they've won four of the last five at home in all competitions overall. But I just don't like the fact that Wolves are more rested. I'm worried about the fact that they have pulled out some very good results so far this season. And I just think BTTS is a better way to go here for this game. The hosts have struggled for clean sheets all this season. And despite the fact that West Ham are now 
scoring more goals defensively they have obviously regressed compared to last season so I think this is going to be an attacking game but I think both teams are going to end up getting on the score sheet and that's going to be the safest way to go rather than attempting to pick a winner as I do think Wolves are a live dog but if I do take Wolves I'm going against some pretty strong home form here from West Ham so I just see goals and BTTS at the price of 7 to 10 definitely appeals as the main selection here for this one. So that is your final game. As I said, no lock on this show. If you if you do want to read between the lines, I like Arsenal this weekend in that spot and I like combining them with Manchester City. But your official lock is over on BetMUFC. It comes from the game between Liverpool and Manchester United. I've already hinted at the fact that I'm not very high on Manchester United this weekend. It's a terrible spot for them. Man United are in a terrible way at the moment. And um, I'm not expecting things to go well this weekend. But if you want the official lock and the specific pick, head over to BetMUFC. That's it for me. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.